Hallelujah to the Lord. Hallelujah to our God. Hallelujah to our Maker. Hope of Israel. Glory to God Almighty, the King of Glory. Excellent and majestic be unto our God in the name of Jesus. For the Lord is good and his mercies endure forever. For the Lord is good and his mercies endure forever. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We worship you. We appreciate you. We give you glory. Honor and power and adoration to your name in the name of Jesus. You are awesome and glorious, O God. Hallelujah. 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 Glorious God Almighty, we worship you. With all our heart, we say thank you. With all our heart, we say thank you. We bless you. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. We worship you, we give you glory, honor, and power in the name of Jesus. Be thou exalted, O Lord, above all levels. Be thou exalted, O Lord, above all levels. Let thy glory be above all the earth. Let your glory be above be thou exalted, be thou exalted, O Lord, above all levels. Be thou exalted, O Lord, above all levels. Let your glory be above all the earth. Let your glory be above all be thou exalted, be thou exalted, O Lord, above all levels. Be thou exalted, O Lord, above all levels. Let your glory be above all the earth. Let your glory be above all the let your glory be above all the earth. Let your glory be above all the Oh Lord, let your glory be above all the earth. Let your glory be above Let your glory be above all the earth. Let your glory be above all the earth. Let your glory be above all the earth. Let your glory be above Thank you, Lord Jesus, we worship you. We bless your most holy name. Glory be to your name. 
holy, most holy is the Lord God, is the Lord God, is the Lord God, holy, most holy is the Lord God, is the Lord God, most high, holy, most holy, holy, most holy is the Lord God, is the Lord God, is the Lord. Thank you, Father. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. We appreciate you in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, we appreciate you. Thank you for being with us in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Uh, this evening, by the grace of the Lord, to this Bible study, family Bible study this evening, uh, the Lord has been good to us. He has been teaching us through the book of uh, Romans chapter 8. And the Lord uh, will teach us again this evening. We are still progressing in that study. We pray that that study, O Lord, uh, the Lord will expose us and expand it unto us. The Holy Spirit will teach us His word. And we understand. 
understand in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Uh, we went through uh, from verse 1. Uh, this is part 6 of our episode. It's part 6. Uh, we did part 5 last week. And that last week, also my really help us. And we believe he will help us again today. Hallelujah. God be the glory in the name of Jesus. So we want to go into a kind of uh, review which my sister will do of what we did last week. Because last week we started from verse uh, 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 chapter 8. We started from verse 12. No, no, from verse 13. Praise the Lord. And we ended it at verse 16. So what we did last week and uh, the topic for last week was uh, we just want to tell us so that we know what was there that we did entering into inheritance with Christ so uh, the processes by which we enter into our inheritance with Christ Jesus was what we taught last week in that study so my sister will do a kind of review of how do we enter into the inheritance with Christ that scripture from uh, that uh, verses from verse 13 uh, to verse 16. We promised last week that we are going to start from verse 17. And then we will go through at least wherever the Holy Spirit takes us to. Because last week when we were in the study, God did not want, the God didn't want us to rush. So there was a kind of cautioning from the Holy Spirit that don't rush. Because we were thinking that we should cover the chapter and in a good time that we thought on our own but the Holy Spirit is our controller is our captain is our master and he wants us to go steadily and slowly meet so my sister you will mute your uh, microphone now let me help you to unmute your microphone then you just join us uh, to join the screen join the studio to Begin to speak. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord, for He is faithful, and He has the good thought towards us. That's why I have taking us through the uh, through the Bible and the in Romans eight from chapter one for about four or five weeks now. By the grace of God, we were able to reach we are, we are going to start a verse from verse 17 today but that which Brapaul dealt with I mean dwelt on that which the Holy Spirit by the Bra, in Brapaul dwelt on from verse 13 to verse 16 has to do with how to how to enter into our inheritance in Christ the, the thing has the basis in verse 1 that we treated there. That's why you must download all these episodes from Romans 8 1 since we have been teaching it so that you have a wholesome idea about everything. You cannot but enter into the, your inheritance in Christ but by accept, I mean, acknowledging yourself as a sinner 
I know you must have heard the word of God one way or the other, because it is by hearing that faith comes. After hearing, the faith will be quickened and aroused in you to believe the word. And then you want to yield to the Holy Spirit concerning what he has told you in the word. And those are the people God is looking for. Those with broken hearts and contract spirits. As they hear the word of God, they tremble and want to surrender all. So, and that is exactly how to enter into your inheritance. All of us have inheritance in Christ, but only those that have assessed it through the cross, believing Jesus as the Son, yeah. taking action by not just believing, acknowledging that they are sinners. After that, they, they take a decision and want to repent. Then they make a move to say, I'm sorry, plead for mercy confess their sins and determine to forsake it in that determination the heart will be open to jesus and must be open to jesus to come in when he comes in he comes in as the seed of god in the form of the holy spirit you invite him he comes in and when he comes in he comes in to give you power to go and sin because of that decision because of that determination because you have decided to repent there's no way you can enter into your inheritance without repentance. It's not about going to church or joining, the, joining the, a group. It's about God looking at your heart that all, and He's ready to overlook everything you have done in ignorance. He had counted it as if you don't know. If you had known like this, you wouldn't have done it. And that, that time of ignorance, He wants to overlook, but He's calling everybody to repentance. And that is the major sermon of Jesus. Repent for the kingdom of God. When you now repent sincerely, wholeheartedly, that word had that quicken your heart, we arouse faith, and you want to accept the substitute for you on the cross. He that surrendered his life for your life, so that you don't, you are not damned forever. You are, you know, you don't perish in hell, but you gain eternal life with God. And because that, as, as you are repenting, the love will be welling up towards the Christ that did it for you. Then you want to give him all. And by that, you accept him as the savior from that sin. You have no power over that has enslaved you. The sin that is like a chain, you want to release yourself, you cannot. You want to be free from it, you just feel you don't have the ability to do that. But the power of the cross and the resurrection of Christ deliver you as you sincerely invite him to your heart and confess him as Lord and Savior. He will surely deliver you from that sin and break the power of death and sin. Then he will take charge of your heart as you surrender your heart and your life to him. At that point, when you sincerely confess and forsake, repent, you have entered into the kingdom of God. Because the Spirit of God will witness with your heart. If you really ask for mercy and apply the blood of Jesus to the washing of your heart, the Spirit of God will witness with your heart that you have become a son of God. The moment you become the son of God, you enter into your inheritance. That have been before the time, before the beginning, even before the, the earth was formed. Because God has called you before you know yourself. He had known you. He had predestinated you to be like the Son, to conform to His image. He had chosen you. 
he called you by the message and you respond to it, you answer the call. And eventually it will end in glory. So the moment you accept all this provision that have been before by accepting Christ, you enter into your inheritance. Then that verse for 13, for if you live after the flesh, you shall die. But if you look through the spirit to modify the deeds of the body, you shall live. Accepting Christ quicken your spirit, quicken your mortal body to be able to do what the Lord wishes that you were not able to do before. Then the flesh, as you confess sincerely, everything about the flesh, sin and everything is transferred to the cross to be nailed and judged. At that moment, you cannot live after the flesh again. Your spirit will be renewed. You become a new creature. It's not a visible operation, but it happens and you know it. So at that time, you'll not be able to live after the flesh. Because if you, if you had continued living after the flesh, it will have ended in death. Spiritual death in terms of you are not sensitive to your creator. There's a gap between you, you're separated. Then eventually you're separated eternally as you groan and gnash your teeth in hell and he is in glory the second death and death indeed is the everlasting damnation in hell uh, bury you in the ground is not death it's, you are just sleeping you will be raised, raised, raised up to face the judgment but to die is to be separated from god forever so since now, since you have accepted Christ now, you, you, the, the, the seed of God in you, the grace given unto you, the power to go and see no more, Jesus in your heart, enthroned, will give you the power to live above the flesh. And that which is said in, in chapter, that chapter verse 1, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life imputed into you because you believe the work of the cross and you did all that that had earlier said. The spirit of life in you, in Christ Jesus, will now make you free from the law of sin and death. From that time, you start to enjoy God as God. And you can call him Father, like Jesus. That is the spirit of adoption will register you to your inheritance as if you are born of God like Jesus. And sincerely, born of the spirit and water, according to John 3, you are born of God. So the flesh will not be able to rule over you again. And you are passed from death to life, as Jesus said. But now the life you live in this body is no more yours. As Paul has said, it, but it is Christ in you that is now living. So... As you live through the spirit, you will be able to modify, modify the deeds of the body. And you will live forever. Even from now, you enter your, into abundant, abundant life in Christ. And you will now become conqueror in every ramification. Sin cannot have dominion over you anymore. The, 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 the desires and the, the desires of the flesh, the appealing things of the world, will be dead to you, you'll be dead to it. They are no more appealing. Then, by the Holy Spirit, you, in Christ, you, start, you continue to live their life in the Spirit, and the deeds of the body, the deeds of the flesh, the worldly things that are not of God, will now be nothing to you. 
then you continue to live in Christ. Because you have called in Christ, that is salvation. You're justified. You continue to, 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 to gulp the world. Because the spirit in you will, 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 will attract you to love the, the, the Bible and the reading and the meditation on it. As you, as you accumulate more words in you, and, and that is the, that is the, uh, uh, the numa. And as you meditate, you receive the rema, the word from the presence of God, the spirit and the life behind the logo. As you do that, the Holy Spirit will be multiplied in you. And by and by, you will be sanctified by the word. Sanctify them by the truth. The word is truth. Then, consciously praying and applying the, uh, the blood. He, he was crucified at the outskirts of Jerusalem so that he would, through his bloodshed, sanctify you. Hebrews 13, 12. The truth, which is the word you're reading, you're meditating on, accumulating your spirit man, just born again, and uh, uh, coupled with the blood, will make you sanctified. And at that point, you can ask for the, the, the baptism of Holy Ghost and fire as it is recorded in Acts 2. By the time you have the Holy Spirit, the sign that you usually follow is that you speak in a new tongue. It may be for a long time or a short time, but it's a sign. Some people retain it as a gift, but it is a sign. When you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you'll be led by the Spirit. In fact, the moment you're born again, you have a measure of the Spirit. When you're sanctified, you have a measure, you have greater measure. But when you are baptized, oh God, you are immersed in him. You are, you are endowed with the Holy Spirit. He will take total control of your life, order your life, dictate your steps, and you are the most blessed. Because this is what the people of old could not witness. Such that as recorded in Hebrews 11, last verse, they were not perfected because of this dispensation that had not come for the Holy Spirit to be outpoured. So, by the time you are filled with the Holy Spirit, for, that's for verse 14, you'll be led by the Holy Spirit, then you are a child of God, one of the sons of God. And automatically, you, you are in your inheritance. You are co-here with Christ. Verse 15 says, For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of redemption, yeah. whereby you can cry about Father. You can. The day Jesus died on the died on the the day he died on the cross, the veil was torn from up down, and you have access to the holy of holies to meet your Father directly without any prophet, anybody, to say, Abba Father, this is my request. Abba Father, I come to say thank you. Abba Father. To claim your inheritance. The, the, the spirit of adoption is a spirit of liberation, spirit of freedom. Thank God, now that you accept Christ, you're co-here with him. You're sharing everything equally. Imagine the love of God and his compassion over us. So, in that system where he stopped, now the spirit itself will now bear witness with your spirit that you are a child of God from time to time. And whenever you miscalculate your steps, he's the one that will quickly caution you because you are now a child. 
He that has the spirit of Jesus and or God is he that belongs to him. Those that don't have his spirit are not his. So the fact that you already have his spirit, you're already a partaker of the of the heritage. So from there, Brother Paul will take through us. Is it up to something? So uh, the spirit of adoption is the spirit of liberation. You have access to everything that you that are being yours in Christ. The spirit itself will now continue to bear witness with you that you're a child of God. Even when you miscalculate your steps, the Holy Spirit will give you caution. And because you're not a bastard, you will quickly withdraw and align and make your father happy. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. Thank you for the spirit of adoption. Thank you. Thank God for the cross that make, gave us access to our inheritance. Then, and if children, then here. We yes, we, we we inherit everything that belongs unto God. Jesus is the firstborn. We are the sons after. In heaven, there's no gender. We are the sons after to share with Jesus the glory of the Father. And whatever Jesus has passed through is the will of the Lord. It's not as if when we are because we are now uh, children of God, we are now cohere with Jesus. We are, we are kings in the making, or kings. We are here, potential kings. We will not have problems. Whatever Jesus has passed through, we will pass through it. That is the way of the Lord. And that is his way to qualify us to be glorified together with the hair, because we are co-heirs. So I welcome you into your inheritance as God uses Brad Paul again to expose and do more exposition on the other verses. You're welcome Amen. in Jesus' name. Brother Paul. Hallelujah. Amen in Jesus' name. Now we want to go with the statement that you just made that you are welcome into the, into the adopt, into adoption of sonship with Jesus Christ. I say once again, you are welcome. Amen in Jesus' name. Let's read together as we go into this today's teaching, uh, Bible study from verse 17. It's where we want to start today. That is Romans chapter 8 from verse 17. And if children, then yes, yes of God and joint heir with joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may also may be also glorified together. Verse 18. For I reckon that the suffering of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. 19. For the earnest ex expectation of the creature waited for the manifestation of the sons of God. Verse 20. For the creature was made subject to vanity not willingly, but by reason of him who had subjected the same in hope. We hope to stop, stop at verse 20, except the Lord because uh, beyond that. Hallelujah. Uh, now, one thing that I observe in this verse 17 is this, if children, and if children, if indeed the spirit of 
you have, you have been adop- adopted into the, into the family of God and the spirit of, of Jesus Christ is in you. If, if children, if indeed you are children of God, surely, and the Holy Spirit is bearing witness in your, in your spirit that you are one. According to what we read there, uh, uh, in, verse, uh, uh, in our previous verses, that the Spirit will, that is verse 16, that the Spirit beareth witness with our spirits that we are children of God. And if that is possible, that the Spirit Himself beareth witness with our spirits, that we are sons of God. There is this spirit of adoption that we are talking of, according to what we read there in verse 15. That spirit of adoption. Because it's, what, why was it called spirit of adoption? Somebody that is adopted by the, into the family of God is adopted by the spirit of God, by the working of the spirit of God. You wouldn't have been able to be adopted into the, into the family of God without, without the working of the Holy Spirit. So which means that it is the Holy Spirit himself that gives birth to you, that introduces you to the family of God. Jesus Christ paid the price, but the Holy Spirit did the working. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ paid the price of washing you, of cleaning of cleansing you, of sacrificing himself for you, but he sent the Holy Spirit to do the working of making you to be welcome and making you acceptable in his, uh, in, 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 in the family. So, the first thing you know and you must recognize, the first thing that a believer that is in Christ Jesus will begin to understand or recognize is firstly after after you after you have confessed jesus christ is firstly the ministry of the holy spirit that we call the spirit of adoption that was what we read in verse 15. if but let me read that one said but for ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear but ye have received the spirit of adoption whereby you cry Abba Father meaning that the Holy Spirit himself will make you to be welcomed and will give you the sense of belonging the Holy Spirit will open up in you when you are born again when you are saved he will open up an entire new understanding in you that you belong and that you are accepted you too will know inside of you according to the experience that we had, you know inside of you that you are, you are welcome. You, in fact, in the family of the Lord, if you go to the church after being saved, it is the Holy Spirit himself that wakes up, welcomes you. It is the Holy, Holy Spirit himself that will draw you. And from that time, being drawn to God's presence will be easier. And you will not be pushed. You will not be but you will not be, will not take it, uh, you will not count it as uh, a body. It will be a, it will be thing of joy for you to come into his presence because you are coming into the press, into the family, onto the, uh, into the, uh, into the palace of God through fellowship with him. That's what, that's why the Bible said, I mean, 
the experience of somebody that was born, that was born again in David. He said that I'm, I am glad when they asked me that we should go into the house of the Lord. I'm always glad. The gladness will be there. I'm always happy. So you are drawn unto God. You are drawn unto his presence. And with that, something glorious began from there in your life. Hallelujah. What are those glorious things that began in your life? Understanding that you have been accepted and you belong unto God. Hallelujah. And as you belong unto God and you are accepted by him, Amen. That spirit will dwell with you. Before the ushers in the church welcomes you, before the pastor even welcomes you, the Holy Spirit have welcomed you. And they are because a way and, and a, a new understanding has been opened unto you. And from that point that you encounter Christ, the Holy Spirit works. Even when you are born again, it is the Holy Spirit's conviction. It was the Holy Spirit that, that convinced you. So because of that, that Spirit of God will now give you a sense of belonging to the extent that the witness in your heart, this witness in your heart, we gender, uh, we, 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 we gender a, 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 a spirit of confidence, spirit of belonging, and you will be happy and be, you, you will rejoice because even when you are born again, what happens is that the angels are bursting into joy for you. Why will it not affect you or not here? It will. So now, from that point, if so be that the Holy Spirit is in you, then you are ears. Ears of God and joint ear with Christ. It is the Spirit of God also that, that will introduce that to you. And the moment that you are born again, because the Holy Spirit came from heaven, listen to me attentively, and he, we, he has come into, our, into, into the world to uh, strengthen us and to present us uh, uh, unto God in heaven. Because as we are here right now in this world, I mean, all, I mean the church, that you and I, we come to be with or we come to join as family the body of christ we are all being governed and being uh being uh tutored by the holy spirit that's why where we have been what we have been discussing in this message is about walking in the spirit walking through the spirit walking by the spirit acting conducting our life by the leading of the holy spirit they make us to be what to be to overcome the world. So the Holy Spirit has come to has come into our life, and He will introduce unto us one thing: that our home is not here on earth. Our home is in heaven, and the Holy Spirit will set us, we set our eye on things above. When we are talking about God's ear, being ear of God. Our inheritance is not mainly in this world. It only starts from here. But if I want to tell you, only maybe I want to give it my own uh, qualifier. What do I call, what do I say? A quantifier right now. So is that uh, we all that you are going to have in Christ as inheritance or not here is 
2%, let me say 2%, it's not up to five, even 5 even If God so bless you, He so mightily bless you, to compare with the inheritance that you are going to have hereafter, you can only say that it may be only 2% or even 1% of every blessing that God wants to give you on that year. Because every blessing that God meant for His children is centered in heaven. There is no inheritance here that is so is so glorious enough to 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 to, 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 to be tagged with our life because our life becomes so precious, so glorious, even exactly as the life of Jesus Christ Himself. He came on earth here, and he went. He came from heaven, and he went back there, expecting us to be there with him. So what the Holy Spirit will first do in your heart, being years of God, is that He will set your eyes, your affection, on things above. Hallelujah. On things above, He will set your heart there. In the book of Colossians chapter 3, verse 1, the Bible said, let's go to Colossians 3, verse 1, together because we are in Bible study. Yes, Colossians 3, verse 1. I read, if then be if ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ seated on the right hand of God. This is what the Holy Spirit will do in you. If indeed Christ is, has been risen in you, if indeed the new life of Christ, the power of resurrection of Christ has entered into you, when the spirit of I mean of of, uh, of, of uh, resurrection, the power of God that raised up Jesus Christ, rose him up. He raised him up to to go back to where he came from, having finished the work of salvation. So immediately he rose up from dead. He was he, he, he did not die anymore. He died to live forever. So when you are born again, that is the exact power that raises you, the exact glory that raised you, the way Christ was raised from dead by the power of the, of the Lord, or let's say by the power of the Holy Ghost, that, the, that death could not hold him again, the same way, the same glory, the same power was what is what we call upon you, is what we come upon you. And this same spirit of Christ will be pointing you to where Christ is now, where Christ went after being, after arisen. Amen. That's why he said, if ye be risen with Christ, if indeed you are risen with him, because anyone that is in Christ Jesus, amen, has arose from dead unto life, from sin. Unto, unto holiness uh, from fear unto what? unto uh, adoption of sonship amen to God be the glory in Jesus name he said if that is what happened to you because Christ is no more remaining on earth here something will be happening to you because you are born again from heaven though Holy Spirit that came that, bothered, that get you born again came down to this world because of you but is an heaven I mean what do I call it now Holy Spirit is 
heavenly. He's God from heaven himself. And who gave birth to you, then your heart will be drawn to where he is, where Christ is, where the Holy Spirit came from. Your heart will be drawn away from the world of sin because the power of sin will be terminated in your life. And everything sinful has to do with this world, have to, have to do with belonging to the world. But the moment you are cut off from being, sin, being a sinner and you are adopted to the God's family, your heart will only be set to where you, your father, your Lord, even the Holy Ghost himself came from and where they are right now. Praise the Lord. He said, if ye be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ seated on the right hand of God. That will be what will be what will make that happen. To seek after those things that is above is the working of the Holy Spirit through your surrenderness. The moment you surrender to, to, to the Holy Spirit immediately, Hallelujah. You're here. You're, I mean, you're, your inheritance, which is not or not here only, every blessing you get at all. You too, you can even give in your own, your own quantifier now. You can calculate it. The, I mean, the, the, the calculation, the percentage. You think that everything that the Lord will give to you as inheritance or not here, in compare with heaven, give it your own ratio. Hallelujah. May God post in Jesus' name. To me, I said that it's only maybe 1% of all those inheritance is on earth here. The rest is where? It's in heaven. That is where Christ seated. And if the 99% of what remains as your inheritance is in heaven, then where should your heart be? Amen. That is why the Holy Spirit will set your heart there in heaven. Because that is where your inheritance is. And he said, verse 2 that of that Colossians chapter 3, he said, set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. Why? Because you are dead. Verse 3, for ye are dead. What is that dying? You are dead to sin. Sin is no, you are no more alive to it. Because sin is of the world. But the moment Christ comes into you and the spirit of adoption enters into you. He will cut you off. That spirit will cut you off from, because if you said that immediately the Holy Spirit, the spirit of adoption come in, he makes you or gives you the new understanding that you, you are accepted and you belong to the family of God in heaven. Then they came from heaven. The Holy Spirit, even Jesus Christ, so, meaning that what you'll be feeling, if, it will be as if you should even die at that time when you are born again because the joy of the Lord will be much. Amen. So, you will not want to be anywhere than in the presence of the Lord where you can find your joy. Amen. You will not, you will not be comfortable not reading the word of the Lord because that is what, that is what saved you. So, that is new, 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 new understanding and new, how do I call it now? new aura of heaven that will cover you, that will surround you and your heart will be knitted to that thing that is in heaven. If genuinely you are born again. Because your inheritance is not on earth here. Yes. Sir, because whatever you inherit here, 
naturally or physically, you will leave it here. You will leave them here. None of them will take. None of them will follow you to heaven. If you are here, if you are here of Christ, you are here of God, then your inheritance is in heaven, and that is where Christ is. Here, what, see what he said. He said, where Christ seated at the right hand of God. That is where your heart must be set at. For you, believer of Christians, you want to have everything that the world gives in your own way. If you said you are born again and you are spirit-filled, what will come upon you, the grace that will come upon you is grace to hate those things that is in this world above that that is in heaven. Because when your heart is set into heaven, because you are dead, dead to the sin of the world, dead even to, uh, uh, to, to everything that the world gives or offers, Hallelujah. And your life will be hid with Christ in God. Somebody is telling me, I know some people, they are saying that eh, if we are born again, are we not going to have anything again in the world? Are we not going to be rich? Are we not going to build houses? Are we not going to do what? Are, 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 are we not going to build houses? Am I not going to uh, have things that the world, uh, I, I must have in the world? Of course you will have them. But the moment you set your, uh, your, 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 your heart in heaven, everything that we inherit, inherit, inherit on earth here, that we have as blessing on earth here, we come from where? We come from that place also, even heaven. So, which means that the moment you are born again, you are, you are dead to the things of this world, you have become the God's citizen. I mean, God, what do I call it now? God's own son, God's own daughter. And... Everything about you, that what will begin to happen to you, the wife you will marry, the, the, uh, the husband you will marry, the children you are going to give birth to, in the, the business you are going to do, will come from where? Will be directed from heaven. And the Holy Spirit himself, who came from heaven, and Christ himself, who knew the need of men, and who saved you, he knew your need. He knows your need. Hallelujah. And all those things that you are running after before you are born again, before you are before you are adopted into God's family, you will be died. You will be dead to them. You will die to them. Hallelujah. Your heart will first of all open. If it doesn't happen to you that way, your salvation is not genuine. Because the moment you are born again, the spirit of adoption will be pointing you to where? To heaven, heaven, heaven. That was what happened. In our time, many years back in the 70s, many of us at that time when we were born again, we saw that even the things of this world is what? Uh, it's dangerous to, for, for us to possess and to be, to be pursuing. And thank God for all of us at that time. Those of us that uh, we, we rejected television, for instance, and we tagged television as things of the world. That we are that will lure us into into the world back into the world of sin back, you know we have to do that. I didn't blame us when we did that. We did that because immediately we are born again and we are genuinely saved. Our heart is cut off from pursuing the things of this world, and we felt as if because that is where we belong. We belong originally, and our heart is being drawn there. It's as if there is nothing again that we have on earth here than heaven. Our feeling. 
Our thirst is about heaven. Heaven. If it, it is, that is a genuine spirit of adoption. Amen. Working in you. And if it has not get to that level with you, and you have not, you are not being able to say bye-bye to those things that you pursued in the past, the things of the world that you pursued in the past, and you are still, all these things are still what you are, what you are running after, you are thirsty, thirsty about, let me tell you categorically, wherever you are, you must go and search your heart again, whether you are born again. Truth. Hallelujah. Check it where. Because immediately you are born again, the Holy Spirit will set your affection where? On things above. Then, can you say another, another thing? Praise the Lord. About being here with Christ. In that same verse 17 again. He said, being here with Christ, you will be thinking that, ah, as he is with Christ, eh? you, you are called to build houses, to bond to, to children, to marry wife, to do this, and to, 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 to do the things. I have everything that you want to have in this world. But do you know what's, what he said? He said, being here, being here, what? listen to me very well. He said, if so be that you are here of Christ, if so be, you suffer with him that you may be glorified together. Many believers will not want to hear that. Suffer. Suffer now. Suffer. What am I going to suffer for? I've received Christ as my Lord and Savior. No more suffering. Uh, the suffering that we are talking of here is not the suffering of death or not suffering, not suffering of uh, I mean, uh, dangerous suffering. Huh? He said, if so be that we suffer with him. See the way that being hears of Christ or joint hears of God and joint with Christ. See what it is attached to. It was attached directly to suffering with him. Meaning that what settles you in the new glory that you are being called into through the spirit of adoption is that you will be willing even to suffer with him. Hallelujah. You will be willing to do what? To suffer with him. When I was born again, I was a Muslim. And the day that I was born again, I observed my Muslim prayer of 2 p.m. I didn't know the Lord would save me in the evening time. Hallelujah. And I was a very, what do I call me? What do I call me now? A fanatic, a Muslim fanatic. I and my family, we are fanatics. I didn't know that the Lord would save me. That day when I was born again, when I was saved, I was ministered to, the Holy Spirit saved me. I went to church for the first time. When I went to the church, because the joy of the Lord came into my heart, the joy of heaven, and I don't want to, I didn't want to lose that joy at all for anything. So where I can keep that joy was when they invited me, the joy of salvation I want to keep, when they invited me to the church with gladness. What did I do? I went to the church, amen, with all joy, amen, the joy of heart. Do you know, after closing at the church, and when they call family, after I've been born again, I've confessed Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, and my father in the Lord, who ministered to me, took me there to the church. They still call for altar call, for, so, so for those that will be saved. Because I wanted to keep that joy, I ran forward. I said, I want to be born again, again, because that joy was so much. After, after church, I didn't want to go home. I stayed in the church. Hallelujah. I was asking them, are you not going to do VG? Because 
I was I didn't like going back home because I knew the kind of family I, I, I am coming out of. Wow. I felt that the church of the Lord is where I should be living. After everything closed, they, closed, they want to close the door of the church. They ask, they ask me, am I not going home? I said, don't you have BG today? Hallelujah. They said there was, there was no, there's no any BG. That, uh, I went back home. And I arrived home. Eh? When? Very late. And when I was asked, where did you go? I was a youth then. In secondary school. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Immediately, they asked me, where did I go? What did I said? I said, Amen. I went to the church. I couldn't lie again. Lie was dead in me. Amen. Lie, spirit of lie was dead in me. Because I'm already dead indeed. That is meaning of ye are dead. And are now risen. Amen. You are dead. You are dead. And your life is hid with Christ. In God. It is then when you are dead and you remain dead. When Christ that's verse 4 of Colossians. When I, I, I see openly with me, both of the scripture are there with me. For he uh, said, When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. In glory. You will appear with him in what? In glory. Immediately. You are born again. That will be your experiences. And you will continue to, you want to continue to enjoy that experience. That is the working of the spirit of adoption. And he said, and you will want to pay any price to suffer, to keep that relationship with Jesus Christ. To keep that experience of being adopted. To keep the joy thereof. To keep the blessings and the glory and the presence of the Lord that cover you from then. You want to keep it and pay any price to do it. Because you begin to feel that there is no anywhere to belong again than to belong unto the presence of the Lord and unto the family of the Lord. That is the spirit of adoption for you, working. Hallelujah. Then, after you have been born again and you are saved genuinely and you are thirsty about Jesus Christ, about his presence and everything about you is just center to heaven, to heaven. Because if it doesn't happen that way, when you say you are born again, it's not correct. It's not complete. Go and search for it again. You find out that something is missing about your salvation. If you didn't have that experience, I say. Hallelujah. Verse 14. You, do, you see, don't forget that our inheritance that we are talking of here is attached to something. I mean, what is that thing? Suffering. 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 Okay, let's see about what, what did the Bible want to tell us about suffering further. Before we stretch, so that we will not stress, stress that word so much. He said, verse 18. He said, for I reckon that the sufferings of this present time, yes, are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. The sufferings of this time, if Danilo you are born again, you will take the suffering of this time to be joyful. Hallelujah. You will take it joyfully. Let's take some word of God in order for us to know something. In the book of 2 Corinthians, Chapter 4, verse 10. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians, chapter 4, verse 10. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. So what died in you is all the all the uh, all the carnal thing, the bodily things, and the spirit of God in the body will become light. Eh? He said, when you are dead in that dead position, when you are bearing the death of Jesus Christ to sin, you are bearing it about in your body because of salvation. It is not you that will be bearing it, it is the Holy Spirit that will bear it in you. You will just be experiencing the deadness of sin in you, in your body. You will be experiencing it because you have tasted a life that terminates death. And the life of Jesus, whenever it enters, that is what is called salvation. So many salvation is not genuine this day. We just raise up our hand and we, and we rush to the, to the front. There is no life that, oh my God, they, may the Lord help us. May the Lord, oh, ah, Jesus, Karabaya. May the Lord deliver us in Jesus' name. Because when the encounter of the life of Jesus Christ, when you encounter life of Jesus Christ in you, there is, there is a permanent conviction. There is a permanent test that will come upon you. And, the, and the, you will begin to feel that you are a stranger in this world. You are a stranger to the, to the kind of things and to, and to things of this world. It must begin that way. It must be hot to that extent. If it is not as hot for you. Eh? That, is why, that is why many of us uh, we are having problem in our Christian journey because our foundation and our background, the way we are saved. There is no, there is no good, uh, good conviction. Hallelujah. It's not full enough. I pray the life of Jesus Christ will be imparted, will be imparted upon us in Jesus' mighty name. Everything that, we are, we, that is left for us to be imparted with, amen, as Christian, may that life come upon us. Because the moment the life of Christ enters into you, because when the life of Christ enters, it's a life, the life of Christ, let's just describe it. The life of Christ is a life that passed through all the, all the, what do you call it now, the trials, the pains of life, the, the, the temptations. And it, even he passed through, passed through them, through to death, and he died even in the flesh. Then death did no more have, I mean, have power over him. And what happened? His life is now entering into somebody, that same life is entering into somebody, the first thing that that life will do is that it will kill everything that is sinful in the body. It will destroy every test of sin in the body. Hallelujah. That is to bear about in our body the dying of the Lord that, Jesus, that the Bible is saying here in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 10. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body, that same body of sin. Hallelujah. That, is, that, that the life of Jesus will be made manifest what? In our bodies. May the Lord us in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. That verse 17 said, he, And if children, then years, years of God, and joint here with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified with him. Hallelujah. It is then that after you have been born again, all these things, you have experienced all that. Let's check, let's check it. Check again the book of Ephesians chapter 1 verse 11. Ephesians 1 11. See, talking about this suffering. That 
we must suffer with Christ before we can be glorified together with him. Because we, before we can be what? The genuine heir of divine inheritance. And I have said it uh, uh, well when we began, even long, long, not long to now, that the life of Jesus Christ in us will terminate every evil desire or desire of this world. And it will center our hearts unto heaven where Christ is sitting. Because if you are born again, you are born again from heaven. And you are born again by the decision of that one that is sitting, that Lord, that our Lord that is sitting at the right hand of God. Amen. And by his spirit power or not here, the moment that one happened to you, yes, what followed it is this, that you'll be experiencing the life of Jesus Christ. Ephesians 1, 1, 11, in whom also we have, we have obtained an inheritance. Listen very well. Being predestinated according to the purpose of him, who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. Meaning that before you are born again, you are already been predestinated. And there is an inheritance for you that is attached to that decision of yours that you have made with God in Christ Jesus. You have been predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his will in your life. Hallelujah. He worketh after the counsel of his will. Romans 8, 17 also, remember it. Just, it, 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 uh, uh, it is that same book of Romans chapter 8, verse 17 that we are comparing together with other scripture. Other, other scriptures, hallelujah. May the Lord pass in Jesus' name. So, for I reckon that the suffering of this time, of the present time, are not worthy to be compared. Why will it not be worthy to be compared? It will not be worthy to be compared that they are, uh, to be compared because you have a new revelation that you don't belong here again. The Holy Spirit of adoption has already opened your eyes to what belongs unto you. Please, when somebody is adopted as a son into the family, into a new family, naturally, what do they do? It's a son. They will tell him all the belongings. All what all what belongs to that family, Abby, to that father. The Father will introduce to him all those things, hallelujah, that belong unto them together. I have this there. It belongs unto you with all the other children. I have this land there. I have these vehicles there. I have these houses there. It belongs unto you together because you are a son. Then it, everything about the Father will be. And then what did our Father he never have or not here? Praise the Lord. That he can compensate all with for our decision to follow him, to follow him. Of course, if he give us money and we add it so much, we are going to leave it down here. Amen. After we die, only what will follow us after now is what we receive at the first instance. That is what? Eternal life. Amen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not die, but they will have what? Eternal life. What God promised us. I used to say it to some people. Of course, to many of us, we will not be able to take it. That when we were born again, Jesus Christ did not first of all promise us money, wealth, riches. Huh? Praise the Lord. What he promised us was what? Eternal life. The moment we have eternal life, 
and the life of Christ is in us. Do you know what happened to Jesus when he was in need? What did he ask, ask Peter to do? He was in need to pay what? To pay tax. He asked Peter because he's the one that holds everything in this world. He even kept money inside the mouth of, a, of, a, of, 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 of what? Of a fish. And this man that he instructed was a very good fish catcher. Abi, praise the Lord. <laughs> he gave a very good fisherman. I only use that language, fish catcher. I know the reason why I use that language. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So he went to the sea, he caught the sea, the fish, and he opened the mouth. Which means that the money of all this world, wherever your money is, that will solve your problem. The moment you have eternal life of Jesus Christ, if you are in any need, the Lord will attend to you. It's happening to us. Amen. It will be the Lord will attend to you from heaven. The Lord can send somebody, he can send emissary as angels to come your way to give you. Amen. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. So if you are talking about having things of this world, everything you will have from the time you are born again, it will, the decision about what you what they will give you will be from where? Here, what we read here, he said that we in whom we also have, have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things. He will begin to work all things after the counsel of his will in your life, the moment you take that decision. Amen. Your need about, about wealth, your need about health, your need about your children, your husband, your wife, and everything and everything is being hidden and will be transported to you and be released to you through that same life, eternal life that you have. If you have eternal life, it means that it's a life that you spend on earth here and that, that, that terminate to where? Heaven also. Yes. That, 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 that transcend to heaven where you belong also. Meaning that that eternal life is sufficient for you to even receive from God everything that your father inherited on that year. The Bible said in the book of Psalm 24, it said the earth, verse 1, the earth is the Lord and the world and the fullness thereof. The land and those that dwell therein. Your father inherited all this in this world. But he wants to give you eternal life. The moment you have eternal life, the life of God, the life of Christ, that, that, that make you a son, then every blessings of your life, even if the enemy steal your blessing, they will still deposit it back. Now we said in the book of Proverbs, I mean, the proof of Proverbs, Proverb, he said he, he has, they have swallowed riches, but they will vomit it again. He said the Lord will, will force it out of their belly. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Go and check it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I said, go and check it. Praise the Lord. Amen in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. If you like that, 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 that scripture, yes, go and find it. Hallelujah. Huh? You search for it also. You are a Bible teacher. I mean, you are a Bible, uh, you are a student, Bible student. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't mind us here. The Lord bless us in Jesus' name. So, now, talking about that suffering after being born again after being saved as one of the inheritance or the condition to have or to be glorified with God together 
Christ through suffering inherited the same for us. So we as believers, as sons, if we are genuine indeed, to suffer for Christ's sake will not be a strange thing to us. It will be so normal. It will be so, it will be so normal. Even if persecution comes generally in the world that we belong now, then that spirit of adoption will tell you that die because we don't have any any portion on that here. Isn't it? Huh? Heaven is where your inheritance is. Even if they say, we are going to kill you now because you are saying what? You are following Jesus. With joy, because the spirit of adoption in you will rise up. You say, yes, I'm fit for heaven. I'm fit to go and receive my blessing from heaven. In heaven, my inheritance in heaven. Hallelujah. I pray that grace will come upon you. Because immediately you are born again, that grace is already there. Even immediately the Holy Spirit started the work of uh, offering you or giving you the life of Christ in you, everything that Christ passed through easily and without grudge or without grudging or what do you call it and without uh, rejecting them and he took them with joy he obeyed the Father that same spirit will come upon you. Hallelujah. That is how to have the, the spirit of adoption. Amen. Then if you are now taking it genuinely the Bible said then that suffering of this present time of yours that you are experiencing being saved being a heir with Christ, being an heir with Christ, and I mean, I hear of God and join child with Christ, then the suffering cannot be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. A glory is coming. You will enter there by the grace of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Verse 19. He said, For the earnest expectation of the creature, the earnest what? The earnest expectation of the creature is waiting for the waited for the manifestation of the sons of God. Now, the earnest expectation. Don't forget that we said that the Holy Spirit is the one that gets you converted, that gets you adopted into God's family. Immediately that you are saved, we said that your heart, what we experience is that your heart is being set. Into the thing, to the things in heaven and not to the things on earth here. Then the Holy Spirit Himself will create an endless expectation in you. Because you have received also the endless of the Spirit. Ah, can you see that? Because the endless of the Spirit you receive, what is the endless of the Spirit? Can you can you explain the endless of the Spirit? Let's go to that scripture. The endless of the Spirit in the book of uh, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 22. 2 Corinthians 1.22 Are you there with me? Yes, God bless you there. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 22 says Who had also seen us and, gave, and given this earnest of the spirits in our hearts. The earnest of the spirits in our hearts. What is that end of the spirit? It shows that God, the same measure of the of the of the measure of the Holy Ghost that was given to Jesus Christ was what the Lord measure for us also. Amen. The Bible said you that God baptized Christ with the Holy Spirit immeasurably. Praise the Lord. 
So he gave us the earnest of the spirit because that earnest of the spirit being given to us is the one, is the power that we make up to sustain all trials, all sufferings, all pains of following Christ. The earnest of the spirit that God gave to us is sufficient enough to swallow every challenges that comes our way. So the Bible said we are sealed up yes, with this word, with the earnest of the spirit of God. Earnest. What is earnest? Earnest is, is, is looking intently. Fixing your gaze to heaven. And then when God wants to give you that spirit, he gave you in earnest so that that same problem that is uh, that would stop you from making heaven, from following Christ, the earnest, that was what the Bible said. When he said, when the spirit of God, I mean, when the, when, when the enemy shall come in like a flood, he said, the spirit of God will do what? We raise up or lift up a standard against him. Amen. Hmm? Amen. The spirit of the Lord, we do what? We raise up a standard against him. Isaiah 59, verse 19. Praise the Lord. When the spirit of, when the enemy come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. So that is the energy of the spirit working. So the moment the, the moment challenges come, the moment sufferings come. You will, that's why you see we Christians that are really born again, we enjoy problems. People will be thinking, I can't find. In fact, there are a lot of people that have met me because they, they expected me to have, oh, so, but one day one of my friends saw me. He thought I would have, I would have built many houses, eh? have many blessings. <laughs> Hallelujah. For what I did that he knew about, what was it? At that time, because I wanted to go into full-time ministry, I sold uh, uh, the goodwill of one of my business. Hallelujah. And I collected, so they, he, he thought that I collected money. After collecting money, that big school, as, it, as big as it is, to sell, to, to sell out the goodwill of that, of that kind of school, you will receive big money and then you go and big. When, when he met me, he said, wow. He heard that I was in Abuja. He said, yes, I know. That was, but he didn't see me with car. He was disappointed. Where is your car? Was the next thing that he asked me. <laughs> Hallelujah. And here, I, here am I with joy and happiness. He was telling me, I didn't bring any car here. He said, oh, oh. He was disappointed. You will see it in his face that he was disappointed at that. Praise the Lord. And I'm enjoying myself in Christ Jesus. Whatever he gives to me, it, 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 is, it is that I will enjoy. Hallelujah. And I will accept with joy. May the Lord in Jesus' name. Am I saying that I reject car? No, my car is on this. It's, it's here. I have, I, I, I have already signed up for one, at least one or two with Christ Jesus. He's going to post it to me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. You are looking at me. You didn't say amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Ah, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He will post it to me. Praise the Lord. I have signed up with one. Even here I'm signing up. And I will tell you in this testimony. In this message that God has given me what I said the other time. Hallelujah. It is where. So when you have Christ in you and the life of Christ is in you, what happens is this. The life that enters in 
which is life of Christ. It is being called eternal life. That eternal life, if it is genuinely there, if it is genuine salvation that you have, we set your face, we set your heart to a journey of eternity where you know that that journey is not ending on earth here. It's, it terminates to, into heaven. It transcends into heaven. That life of yours and inheritance that you are going to receive with Christ and the glory that you are going to be glorified with him according to that scripture is all there in heaven. We are Christ seated. That was what we read in the book of Colossians chapter 3 from verse 1. He said, if Christ be risen in you, if truly Christ is risen in you, set your, your affection. Where? On things that is above. Not on things on that here. He said, because you are dead. Somebody that is saved is dead to sin, to the things of this world, and is ready to face any challenges by, because of the endness of the spirit. What we read here said, the endless expectation, that verse 19 of Romans chapter 8, the endless expectation of the creature. What is that creature? The new life in Christ. That creature, that new creature in you, have received a kind of virtue, a kind of compelling grace to, 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 to keep on waiting for a better manifestation of who you are in this world. And then that we also take you to heaven, being that sons of God, being that one of the sons of God. Because the spirit of Jesus Christ, the son of God, is living on the inside of you. Then where Christ went and is seated at the right hand of God is where your heart will be connected where your soul will be connected. Yes. Your soul will be cut off first of all. It is only then maybe after you are born again, you are not serious about your Christianity, that your, your heart will still be drawn back onto the things of this world. But I pray it will not happen for you to you that way in Jesus' mighty name. The moment you are born again, your soul will be connected to that place where Jesus Christ is sitting in glory and in power with God. And yet your heart, your, your, the new creature of Christ in you. The Bible says that in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17. They that are in Christ Jesus. Eh? They that are in Christ, they are new creature. All things have, have passed away. Behold, all things are become new. That creature, the the. Uh, the endless expectation of the creature waited. So it is no more you that is waiting. It is this creature, this new creature, that is the God's own nature of Christ in you that will be looking to where he really belongs, where his soul is connected to directly, to the throne of God, where Jesus Christ is sitting. Amen. No wonder the Lord spoke to me. One day I spoke to you, I have, I, I, and I'll be saying it often. He said, God said, I know it's the voice of my, of my God. He said, son, you, uh, uh, he didn't call me son. He said, the, the, uh, the, the, the picture, I mean, sorry, the, the, example, the sample of those that are raptured to heaven with me here is right here, on my, sitting at my right hand. Meaning that 
Jesus Christ is the one that is sitting at the right hand of God. And if it is the sample of Jesus Christ that is sitting there at the right hand of God that is that are going to be raptured, it shows that the life of Christ is in there. You have received eternal life. You have been given the earnest of the spirits that we read of there in the book of 2 Corinthians 1.22. You can also find it there also in chapter 5, verse 5. The same earnest of the spirit that the Lord, the, 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 the scripture is talking of. The earnest of the spirit have been given unto you to raise up standard against every soft, against everything that would have encountered as blockage or problem for you not to make heaven or not to be transported unto heaven when the times come. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. I pray that the Lord God Almighty will cause you to do what? To be raptured in the name of Jesus Christ. And we cause me to be what? To be raptured. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Let's read the book of 2 Peter chapter 3 verse 16. 2 Peter 3 16 says, As also in all his epistles, speaking in them of these things, in which are some things hard to be understood, which they are they that are unlearned and unstable rest and as they do also to other scripture unto their own destruction. What is what what, what is what what is Peter saying here? He's referring to uh, to what Peter, to what Paul talks about heaven. Praise the Lord. To what the Lord taught, what the Bible taught about what Paul taught about heaven. And he said, many are receiving it. And it is so strange to them, and they can they they were not able to attain it. They were not able to accept it. Huh? To them, it's a strange thing. It's a strange thing. Huh? Praise the Lord. That they were receiving. But to believer who who is connected to heaven, every ministration about the kingdom of God, about God, is what? Is pleasant to him. Amen. Praise the Lord. He is pleasant to him. He is glorious to him or her. So this is what should happen to us as believers. Praise the Lord. Because we are waiting for the manifestation. What is that manifestation? Waiting for the word, for the manifestation of the sons of God. Waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Looking for. Looking up. Looking for. Hallelujah. Waiting for. Praise the Lord. In the body of in the body that we are we, we, we are right now, there is this eagerness that what we are experiencing as problems, as trials and challenges, because our heart is connected unto heaven, unto the place where Jesus Christ is sitting, then we were endlessly waiting that that manifestation where we, that is going to take place. Where we are going to see Jesus, according to what is what what is written in verse eighteen, he said that the uh, uh, that for I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed. So we are waiting for that glory to be revealed. Something in you will be telling you, the Holy Ghost will be telling you, teaching you that there is a glory that is meant for your life beyond this thing that you are suffering about. Wait. Wait, wait. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their what? Their strength. Hallelujah. They that do what? 
wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Let's read the book of Galatians chapter 5, verse 5. About that waiting. Galatians 5, 5. Amen. Are you there with me? Galatians 5, 5. Praise the Lord. I read. 5, 5. It says, For we through the Spirit wait for the hope of righteousness by faith. For in, verse 6. For in Christ Jesus is neither circumcision availed anything, nor circumcision, but faith that which worketh by love. What I want to use there is that we are waiting through the Spirit. For we through the Spirit wait for the hope. We are waiting for the hope. That is that issue of waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. So the spirit of adoption will point you to heaven and we also, because it's an inner spirit that is given to you, will be encouraging you to keep on waiting. You will not backslide for any reason because this spirit of adoption is in you. You will enjoy every problem that you are passing through because you are passing through them through the spirit of God in you. No more by your own power because immediately you are born again, you are no more of your own. The Holy Ghost has taken over and everything that will not, you will not be able to do, He will do through you and I. Philippians chapter 3 verse 20, as we are rounding up, praise the Lord. Philippians 3 20. Hallelujah. Bible said he is, he said here that uh, for our conversation is in heaven, from whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Your conversation. What is the meaning of your conversation? Eh? Your, 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 uh, your inheritance. Your, your uh, citizenship is where? It's in heaven. From whence we what? We look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. That is that endless expectation. Waited for the manifestation of the sons of God. By the grace of the Lord, that day that Christ comes, it is then that we know sons of God. When the angel blow the trumpet, if you are able to hear him, it is then that we manifest as sons of God. May God help us. That manifestation, I must be among, among those that we manifest that day. Will you be among them? That we manifest on that day that you are sons of God. Amen in Jesus' name. The manifestations of the sons of God. We cannot, we can't manifest right now. Hallelujah. We can't manifest right now. Why? Because Christ has not come. It is when He comes and we are able to maintain our waiting, our our relationship with Him, our righteousness in Him. Where we are, where we read the other time, talk about waiting in righteousness, waiting through the Spirit of God in righteousness. Hallelujah. Maybe we check it again. That is the book of uh, uh, Galatians chapter 5 verse 5. We read. And you see, talk about righteousness. You are still maintaining your, 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 I read. He said, for we through the spirit of the Lord wait for the hope of righteousness by faith. Which means that there is a righteousness that must be found in you and still be maintained. And that righteousness of God that is in you is what really makes you son of God. Because it is the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And if you can maintain that righteousness and you are waiting until you really manifest as sons of God. And the heaven endorses you. And when you hear the trumpet of, this, of the hand cage, you are able to fly with them as son. 
No pastor is concerned now until that manifestation day. No prophet is that son right now. Even the highest pastor that you know in your, in your country cannot call himself son until that day. Amen. When you will man, really manifest that you are sons of God. You can call yourself son of God boldly now because the Holy Spirit is witnessing in you that you are. But yet, until that day, you cannot be called. You cannot manifest. Because he that endure to the end shall be saved. No pastor, no evangelist, no prophet, no teacher, whatever, can make it, can call himself, yes, I'm a son of God. Even Jesus Christ, when he was called son, when he was being baptized by John the Baptist, amen, God was still waiting for him because he passed through things after being declared, this is my beloved son, hear ye him, he too as son. Passed through rigorous training. The Bible said he was under tutors. Amen. For his period, he was under tutors and governors. According to the scripture, he was under many tutors eh? and governors. Governors of temptation. Governors and tutor of Satan. Who want to tutor him to hit of the words. To hit, to, to, to turn the, 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 the word we call it now. The stone into, into bread. Eh? Those tutors. He to pass through them. Hallelujah. Until the time that he was called son of God. After he died on the cross of Calvary. And you are telling me. Yes, you are son of God. I thank God for your life. Yes, but that manifestation. Wait for it. Until that day. That manifestation of sons of God will come. That we will really know who is who. That we really know who made it. Hey, by the grace of the Lord. The Holy Spirit will help me to make it. Say your own. Amen in Jesus name. Because... Uh, what, do, what do they call it now? Praise the Lord. Eleru Nyogbe. Owner of the Lord. Now, owner of the Lord, go carry him. Amen in Jesus' mighty name. And Enuani Lafikpe Meje. Praise the Lord. With your mouth, we say, I know go eat. I know go eat. I'm, I'm not going to eat your poison. Hallelujah. Meje, I can't eat your poison. So, you too, you will not you not do what? You will reject the poison of Satan. Until you do that, and that manifestation day come. Wait for that. We are going to eat. By the grace of the Lord, the Lord will take us to that day. And the grace of the Lord will carry us to the point of being manifested as sons in Jesus' mighty name. I pray that grace will come upon us right now. Lastly, let's read verse 20. That's why we are going to stop. He said, for the creature, that's Romans chapter 8 verse 20. For the creature was made sub subject to vanity. Presently, we are made subject to vanity. There are things that we are passing through that we don't understand. Amen. This same creature that is born again, this same creature that is what? That is saved. This same creature that has been saved from sin. is still passing through what? <laughs> Trials and temptation. Persecution, pains. Hallelujah. And you'll be wondering, why am I passing through all these things? From one problem to another. Hallelujah. The Bible said, for the creature was made subject to vanity. Not willingly. Meaning that what we are experiencing now, was like the case of Paul in the book of uh, first, I mean, Romans chapter, chapter 7. Hallelujah. What did he say there? He said, the life that I'm living, uh, he said, uh, what he wanted to do, it, it's not what he wanted to be doing.
in our life, we are experiencing, uh, 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 praise the Lord, problems, trials, and we are subjected to it. There are things that you are subjected to, you didn't like it, but yet it is happening. You didn't want it, but yet it is happening. And you can't stop it. And you're a believer. Yes, thank God for them. For the creature was subject, was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who subjected the same in hope. Amen. If the Lord subjected you to, to pains, to trials and temptation as children of God, it is to prove you and me whether we be qualified to, be mani to, to manifest as sons of God. Amen. Don't you want to manifest as sons of God? Choose between the two. Amen. Whether you want to escape those pains and those suffering of now, which is not compared. Whether you want to, you want to have another options. Yeah. Eh? Want to make it. Hallelujah. Apart from the way of the cross that Jesus passed through. Praise the Lord. Choose one. Which you want to be. What, which you want to belong. The Lord we are in Jesus' name. To be manifested in the name of Jesus. He said, for the creature was made subject to vanity. Why did he call it vanity? Amen. He called it vanity. We call it disappointing. Dicks uh, call it disappointing mysteries. Disappointing mystery. Mystery that disappoints you. Amen. Hallelujah. You are disappointed. Why am I passing through this? In the book of Philippians. Let's read together. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 17. I said we are rounding up. We are rounding up by the grace of the Lord. Ephesians 4, 17. Why are we passing through all that as Christians? Say, disappointing mystery. May God help us in Jesus' name. Disappointing mysteries. You are, you, there are mysteries that you are passing through now that, that you, you, you are flabbergasted. Why am I passing through this being a Christian? I pray I was not answered. Eh? I, I had this, what, what is in, wasn't given to me. Hallelujah. You are subjected to it and it's vanity. Huh? The Bible call it vanity. He said, your creature, your, 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 your new nature is subjected to what? To that vanity. Not willingly, but yet. There is a power that subjected you to it. He said, by the reason of him, who subjected him to the world, to the same, in hope. Thank God, because the Bible says he's in hope. Want to read that of, of, of Paul to me? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, Ephesians chapter. I said Ephesians chapter four, okay. verse seventeen. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord. You want to read? Yes. For I say therefore, and testify in the Lord, that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk, in the vanity of the mind. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, the vanity of your mind that the Bible is talking of here is that immediately you are born again. Your reasoning, because of what you are passing through, must not be like that of the Gentile anymore. The moment the Gentile enter into any wahala or problem, what did they do? They go to uh, warn somebody somewhere that is going to help them. Praise the Lord. But now, what you are subjected to, because of the one who subjected you to it, the same one who subjected you to it is what you are, who you are going to go to. That is God. Amen. And he subjected you to it in hope. There is a hope for you in the name of Jesus. There is a hope for the thing that you are passing through right now. Very soon, the Lord will take us through it. We talk is into, we take us into that hope in the name of Jesus. But our prayer is that we are going to 
uh, 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 we are going to be there unto the end with Christ, joining with him until eternal life. In the name of Jesus. I don't want us to go more than this today. Hallelujah. The Lord will bless us in Jesus' name. What, uh, whatever you are experiencing at this time as Christian is glorious. Is good. Is to build you up for that glory. That is the title of our message. Future glory through present pains. Building the future glory through what? Through, pres through present pain. God is building a house of glory for you through those pains. If you have true so spirit of sonship, you will enjoy them. You will even sing praise in them. Hallelujah. The Bible said in the book of Psalms, it said, Thou hast filled my heart huh, with joy. More than when their, 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 their store is filled with what? It's filled with wine and bread. Praise the Lord. Huh? The book of Habakkuk says, said it also. He said, uh, uh, though, though there is no, uh, there is no uh, uh, meat in the store and things like that. Hallelujah. He said, yet we lie, praise the Lord. Yet we lie, honor the Lord. Eh? Praise the Lord. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember where those scriptures are before. I mean, uh, Abakuk, okay, Abakuk. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Yes, thank God for my darling. It's Abakok. Uh, yes. Abakok what? 317. Abakok 317. May the Lord in Jesus' name. Okay, read it for me where you get there. Abakok is hiding for me here, but we want to read it. Praise the Lord. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Uh -huh. Amen. You got it? Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord. Read it for us, please. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Raise up your voice and read it. Unmute your, your scripture. That's why we are going to read and begin to pray. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Mm -hmm. Are you reading? Habakkuk 3.17 says, Although the fig tree shall not blossom, Yes. Neither shall fruit be in the in the vine. store in the vine. Yeah. The labor of the olive shall fail. Shall fail. And the figs shall eat no meat. Yes. The flock shall be cut off from the fruit. Yes. And there shall be no herb. Yeah. In the store. Yes. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord, and I will joy in the God of my salvation. Hallelujah. Amen. That is the song of who. The song of songs. Amen. When they are in trials. Amen. Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vines, the labor of the olive shall fail, and the field shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no herd in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Let that one be your joy and your song in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. If you have not got that spirit and you are still going at a scatter, running from pillar to post because of problem that you are in right now, return back to the Lord. To him belong your salvation. To him belong your security. To him belong every glorious things that you want to achieve in life. He will give them to you. But whatever you are experiencing as pain right now, 
enjoy them as sons because that is what is building your future glory. Shall we pray in the name of Jesus? Let's thank God for this for the word of God today. Let's bless the name of the Lord for how the Lord has taken us, for thus far the Lord has taken us. We worship the Lord. We bless you, Lord. We thank you, Holy Ghost. What to pray to pray for the grace of the Lord to for the Lord to help you to grant you grace to continue being sons until the day of, manif of manifestation of sons of God. Hallelujah. So the whole creation is waiting for the manifestation. Waiting. The whole creature is waiting. Until you are going to be announced that you're going to be called by heaven. Yes, this is my well-beloved son. Hallelujah. Come home with me. Come home with me. Lord, help me. Holy Ghost, help me. By your, by your spirit that you have given unto me. Your, give me the earnest spirit, O oh Lord. The earnest of your spirit granted unto me to be able to make it to the end in the name of Jesus. Lord, help me. Lord, help me by your grace in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, help us together. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Please unmute your microphone and pray for us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. To God be the glory in Jesus' name. To God be the glory in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you praying? Okay. Praise the Lord. Yes, thank you, Father. Yes. Pray, please, Amen. exalted and magnified in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for the exposition given unto us in the word. Thank you for the light exposed you exposed us into the today. Thank you for the work that you will do in life. Amen. Thank you, for, oh Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. As the law, the word that's come out. Thank you because it will not come out in vain. You are proposing to bless us and so shall it be in Jesus' name. Amen. The Holy Spirit will back it up to do that exactly for, for the reason for which you sent it. Amen. We shall be blessed for it. Our life shall now glorify Amen. God. And by your mercy, by the time the, the trumpet sound, your mercy, your grace will cause us to be announced. Amen. Because it is then we shall be crowned Amen. and announced, Amen. recognized, and seed as sons. Amen. We shall make it in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. The Lord bless you, every one of us that join us in the studio. We pray the Lord God Almighty, we, we send in you to join us again uh, by next week. Then we're going to have another time in the presence of the Lord like this. I mean, in our fellowship, uh, family, uh, family fellowship, together with the Lord Jesus, and I know that the Lord God Almighty, by that time, He will He will usher us in into His presence in Jesus' mighty name again. For those of you that join us in the studio, the Lord bless you. Is Ishak Gil, God bless you. Abis Mains, the Lord bless you. Emmanuel, God bless you. Thank you for being with us. You cannot download our our, our messages on BeFruitfulFamily.PaulBain.com. And people of God, uh, the Lord bless you. 
to bless us. Whenever you enter a studio just like us and join our fans club, the Lord will bless you in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. And by the grace of the Lord, if the Lord bless you with anything, you can reach out to us also that you want to give unto the Lord. Amen. Mm -hmm. To support this mission. The Lord bless you as you do that in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. When you get, when you, uh, when you, uh, Click on Be Fruitful Family Day Foundation. You can see all about us there, or you download Pod B. You can go to our profile, and then when you see our profile there, you can see all our all our uh, our bank account name, the you USD account, US dollar account, I mean dollar account, and the, our Naira account, and the even USDT account. Praise the Lord. So the Lord will help you in the name of Jesus to help us. The Lord will touch your life and bless you as you do that in Jesus' name. We don't like seeing what we are saying now, but yet we have said it. May the Lord forgive us because we have not received permission to say it. Hallelujah. We just we just say it now without, uh, uh, may God forgive us. Say amen to all for us. Amen, Jesus' name. I know the Lord in his mercy will forgive us, but yet the Lord can use somebody here to bless us. Hallelujah. And the Lord will bless you for doing that in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I pray for every one of us in Jesus' name that we will make it to the end in the name of Jesus until we manifest as sons of God in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Bye for now. Hallelujah. Amen.